Hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. Uh, we do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. We're going to do the rest. And what is the rest? Well, what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you up at night, whether it's racing brain, stuff you've been thinking about, stuff you've been feeling uh, physically or emotionally, you know, any neighborly noises that are not neighborly or anything at all like that. I'm going to try to take your mind off of those things. What I'm going to do it. I'm going to send my voice here across the deep, dark night along with my intention, which is to put you to sleep. And the way it kind of, the podcast kind of works is I offer you an alternative narrative uh, because I think no matter what's going on with you, and some of it, there's a story behind it. And a lot of times, uh, whatever story you're being told or telling yourself, it's keeping you from falling asleep. And sometimes it feels like it's a little bit out of your control. And this could be a little bit different for everybody, but for me, a lot of times, you know, we talk about it's like, you know, self-worth stuff or fixating on some tiny thing that happened, like when you tripped over the speed blump, uh, when you tripped over trying to pronounce speed bump and called it a speed blump in front of all the listeners, and then how that's going to mean no one will listen to your podcast ever again, and how that'll mean this. And maybe you should just stay up thinking about it so you could figure out what's the best way to give up uh, by mourning uh, for your mispronunciation of not doing this on purpose. Your mispronunciation of speed blump. And even though, you know, right now I'm not trying to go to sleep, so I could say to myself, uh, isn't that kind of what works about the podcast, uh, self-panicker? That, uh, you know, I we accept it, we expect to... This is not, I'm not doing material here, but, it, you know, we have trouble speaking clearly and then that kind of helps people fall asleep somehow. Uh, so are you sure that, because I called it a speed blump, you know, that's going to spell doom for my podcast tomorrow and that podcast, you know, part of your brain will probably come back and say, oh, you know, for sure. Plus there's all the people that'll be offended by your use of speed blump. I say I didn't know speed blump was an pejorative term. And your use of implorative instead of pejorative, you know, that's going to spell disaster too. Uh, but again, when it's not nighttime, sometimes you have an ability to talk sense with these parts of you. But at bedtime, it seems a lot tougher. So instead of trying to engage all that, I'll, I'll offer you something else to listen to. And first, I'll start out with this intro, which will take about 10 minutes, and then I'll lead into a story or something. You know, it'll be me doing stuff and talking. I'm going to use lulling, soothing tones, pregnant pauses, nonsensical attempts at idioms, uh, or probably misusing idioms, you know, a bunch of different stuff. You know, whatever the opposite of wordsmithing is, I think wordsmushing, we've called it before. But you can listen to that and say, hey, hey, brain, hey let's, let's not try to solve all the problems, man. Let's just listen to the scooter guy and see he's kind of, he's kind of, kind of entertaining. Not really entertaining. He's not really, but, but he's not bad. We'll just listen to him. And maybe we could all snuggle in together instead of arguing tonight. Because I, I bet you, you brain parts and you body parts and you 
feeling parts. You want to get snuggled every once in a while. I know, I know you don't, or you say you don't, but come on, let's just snuggle and listen to him. You know, we'll just, we'll, we'll, we'll do a little faux respect. You know, don't worry. We don't have to adapt a new lifestyle of self-respect and esteem building. You know, you don't have to change your ways. Just like he said, it's just a distraction. There's no shoulds. And it's not like he's going to really do anything or go it because he says, hey, just fall asleep whenever you want. We can listen to him, but we don't really have to pay attention. You know, you, you will just listen to him and see see how it goes. So he's got that uh, that tone that's so nice and non judgmental. And uh, you know, I I'll take it to another level on tonight's intro a little bit or a little different approach than I normally do. And and and, and because you know, a lot of times at the end of the show, I say, you know, thanks for stopping. I really hope I really yearn to help you fall asleep. And I don't always, you know, I don't want to put the spotlight on you, the listener, all the time. You know, because I'm trying to distract you. And, and I also don't want to take any credit because this is just kind of like a, a little bit of a silly distracting thing I do that ideally works to, to, to just help you drift off into sleep, you know, but, but it's something you could do. You don't have to do. Uh, but when I say I yearn, I, I really mean that because I say, you see, geez, if, if, if you could fall asleep, you know, if this podcast could occasionally help you drift off or get back to sleep or, or forget about the deep, dark night looming and then, and then calling into question all sorts of things and kind of uh, making you feel like it's kind of tearing you apart or whatever or whatever illusions is, if I can distract you from that, it'd be, it'd be, you know, uh, but, but I, and, and, and it's, I'm not here to accomplish anything major, but that distraction. But if by way of that distraction, or if this podcast doesn't work for you, is a way to moving on from this podcast, you find something that helps you fall asleep. Uh, that, that is, uh, sacrosanct, sacrosanct, whatever, uh, uh, I wish I, oh boy, I just buy, I said, this is why I don't go for the deep stuff. But, but to be honest, you, you deserve some sleep, you know, you deserve some, a place to breathe. You deserve a safe place. And if I could just craft it just in a momentary sense here for you, where maybe you could start to find some rest, uh, that you can carry on forward into the day and along with you into the next night and, 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 and have some, have some, have some respite, have some solace, just have some distraction. Uh, that hope that I can aid that in any small way, that's what's helped carry me. And then hearing that it has, and again, I, I don't think I'm, I'm performing anything. I, I don't, I don't want to overblow my role here. Uh, other than the, how honored I am and how full of gratitude I am to be able to even attempt this and to explain why I keep at it and why I consider it so important is is because you deserve it, you know. And if it's not this podcast, I'm not kidding. I, I really, really desire and hope you, you find something else that works for you, you know, or that this podcast can, can, can you know, you know, you say, okay, that scooter worked for me a while, and then I found this next thing, and then I found this next thing. So whether I can distract you just tonight, or I can distract you every night, or 
I can, you know, you dislike this podcast so much you find something else wonderful that puts you to sleep. I don't know, if if you get one message, you know, and I know you, you can't always get in a good night's sleep, and I know what it's like to feel the desperation of, of that strange thing. It's, like, it's, it's something you want to control that you can't or whatever. I don't know how to put it in the right words for everybody, uh, but that's how it feels to me sometimes. You know, if I can contribute to that in any way at all, or at least to 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 you to you getting to fostering that thing within you, that, that you know, no matter what the circumstances are, no matter what the outcome is, it really is a fact that you deserve it. You know, so maybe we could just create some softness around that. And maybe that's part of what the safe place that I'm trying to carve out. And I, I don't like to overanalyze it or or shine the light on, on you or even on me in this way. But I've just been thinking about it. So this is your first couple of times here. Usually the intros are a little bit more silly and, and less, uh, I don't know how to describe this, a little bit clunky in my attempts, you know, less meta or about the method of the podcast or whatever whatever I'm trying to say. And getting a little vulnerable here, so I feel a little bit exposed. So then I get, uh, but I shouldn't. I, I should feel soft too. You know, I'm, I guess I'm allowed to feel vulnerable. And I'm allowed to feel something uh, for what I'm trying to do here, I guess. I shouldn't be scared, you know, but I guess we're human. What, what can we say? It's a scared thing, even any of this kind of stuff too. Uh, so I don't want to to, to 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 put any messages on you or any to dos or anything, or even that you have to feel anything about it in any certain way. But maybe you just take a breath, and maybe you don't even have to decide that you deserve a good night's sleep. Maybe you could just start to wonder about it. You know, that's how a lot of stuff starts for me. Uh, so maybe let's leave open that question. You know. Uh, that you a conversation you could have with yourself in, in, in the light of day, uh, but 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 you know what I already believe it, uh, and that that that's what's driving me here. Uh, so so as I always do say at the end of the show, you know I'm glad you're here, and I really hope and maybe now you get a better idea of why really you're in. C- c- because I think you really deserve to get a good night's sleep, whether it's through this podcast or something else. So thanks for stopping by. All right, housekeeping. We're on the web, www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. Older episodes can be found there. You can comment on the website. You can get me on uh, Twitter at Dear Scooter. Email feedback at, sleep, feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. Uh, on Facebook, I want to thank Chris Bosey Bosterson that edits our shows and does the music. I want to thank Scotty and Jennifer on our artwork, on our honor. Uh, we have a Facebook group over at sleepingpodcast.com slash nods, N-O-D-S. I want to thank Alexandra, Laura, Lai, Jennifer B., Rachel L. to the G., Julie C. I want to thank Rachel L. to the G., Julie C., Jennifer B., Lai, Laura, and Alexandra, who are moderators over there. I want to thank all our patrons over at Patreon, sleepwithmeetthepodcast.com slash patrons. Hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep, well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed. 
Turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's got you up tossing and turning. Whether it's stuff you're thinking about, whether it's stuff you're feeling physically or you're facing emotionally. I'm going to try to take your mind off of that. And I'm going to send my voice across the deep dark night here. And I'm going to use lulling, soothing tones, pointless meanders. Uh, t- taking my, you know, taking my time getting there. Taking my time. TMTGT, the old secret sauce. TM, taking my time getting there. TMTGT, a, a potent mix of me doing stuff just like this that I'm doing now. But then also doing something like this where I say, well, you know, T, what did I say? T, taking T, my time teenage mutant ninja turtles so there's no end so i'm not gonna get sued by them taking my time getting there gt tmt gt and i'll have a few contemplative moments but those don't go on too long you know uh, pregnant pauses like a case of the figurines uh, way back i talked about that encyclopedia brown uh, the Lost Encyclopedia Brown novel, Encyclopedia Brown and the Case of the Figurines, which is what I got every time I read a, a figure, because the fi- Case of the Figurines for me goes, hmm, uh, uh, like if if you're narrating, you go, you go, you go from a huh to a hmm to a huh, and then my face, it's not silent, but my face starts to do squinch, squinch, squinch. As I lose hope that I'm going to... That, that's every Encyclopedia Brown. I, get a, I guess you'd call it a Casey Figurins. I guess that's good, because it's open-ended. But to be honest, it's a... Yeah, well, I guess that's why it's a case, unsolved case of the Figurins. Uh, but I do all that to take your mind off of whatever's keeping you awake. The theory goes that you can't think about two things at once. Maybe you could think about two or three things at once, but what you could do is listen to me. I'm going to tell a little story, you know, go to mix a few metaphors to start out about the podcast clearly. You know, I'll dig into the old misplaced meta- metaphor uh, basket or item I had to keep them all in. Organizer, they called it the old metaphor toolbox. I showed them. They say, yeah, they said it's a story. They said, now, even, even you should, this will keep you organized. They said, what are you going to put in here? Fishing, fishing stuff or fixing stuff? And then I, I slapped my knee and laughed. And it was interesting because that was the same store that I had been, later I would be asked to leave for, for putting rubber worms in my mouth. And I said, these, these ones taste like purple. They do. They really do. Yeah. So, where was I? Oh, those were rubber rubber ones, by the way. And any kids don't do that, you know. Just let let, let old Uncle Sco- Uncle Scoots do the because uh, it's a pretend, you know, for sure. One hundred percent made up, not true at all. That I had a chewing rubber worms habit. Had I guess had that's not true at all. Luckily, I don't live in a high, you know. Uh, bait area so i don't run across that uh anyway so I'm gonna do, like it's, i'm gonna give you an alternative thing to listen to as i go on here 
And you say, okay, let's say I can listen to Scoots. He's going to ramble. He's going to stumble. He's going to bumble. Instead of thinking about this, say, hey, everybody, you know, instead of worrying about going to sleep or instead of arguing all my brain and body parts, why don't we just lie back and listen to Scooter? You know, one will be good. We'll say, well, we're not him. That's the, we're ahead of check, ahead of the game. And then you could just keep listening. But the thing is, you, you, if you're new here, you might not know this, but if you've been around, you say, well, but the thing is, I could just, too, you know, I can just drift off whenever. Now, there's no shoulds. You don't have to fall asleep. You don't need to fall asleep. You can just listen to me if you happen to drift away. That's great. If you don't, don't worry. I'll be doing my best uh, to give you something light entertainment, you know. I'm like the tapas, whatever is less than tapas. Like they say, well, we, well these are air tapas. Uh, they say, what does that mean? They say, well, you know, like they, they get those air pretzels now. Thin tapas. They're air-filled tapas. And they say, okay, can you just take the rubber worms out of your mouth, son, please? And they say, well, okay, I was going to trade you my air-filled tapas for uh, for these rubber worms that were already, you know, because, you know, clearly I've put them. Anyway, I, got, I guess I got rubber worms on the brain. And... Uh, Actually, probably more like you know where I'm going with this. Probably because I guess gray rubber worms and gray matter, they probably would look similar. So that's probably it. They say, well, he's you know he's not right brained or left brained. He's rubber worm brained. They say, well, I don't can't see that rubber worm region. We've ice. We've we've identified it. And we can't figure out if you, you know, if they were, if they came with the car, you know, the, the equipment, or if he get how he got them in there somehow. We'd rather not think about it, to be honest. You know, we do have the Swedes and the Norwegians, you know, trying to come up with a theory of, you know, what motivate. The Norwegians are working on what, you know, what would motivate, you know, if he could get them in. If the Swedes can identify the method that he got the rubber worms in there. The Norwegians will try to unlock the uh, motivations behind it. And what does Scooter think about all this? Well, he just keeps asking to see Dr. Young. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, Dr. Dr. Young, or is is he... We're not sure either, because... uh, Anyway, he's but he actually, he's in the middle of a podcast intro, believe it or not. So excuse us, uh, team. You know, Swiss will get to you. Actually, but, you know, I, I don't think the doctors wanted me to clear this with you, Swiss team, but I was wondering if you could, uh, what about, what about making a uh, hot cocoa with, you know, instead of mini marshmallows, instead of jumbo marshmallows, uh, you know, curly, you know, worm, worm-shaped worm marshmallows for fun. Uh, okay, we'll talk about it in a little while. So anyway, back to the intro here. Sorry about that. I just had a team with crack scientists. Well, I guess I always assume they're crack scientists when they're assigned to my case. It's probably mistake number 50. Uh, but anyway, this is kind of how the podcast works. I try to take your mind off stuff. You don't got to take me seriously, clearly. You don't have to take me, you don't have to take me like, oh boy, I can't wait till what he says next because it'll probably be either rubber worms or Oshkosh Bagash. So you don't got to worry about that. that, that that's done. Um, so if you're new here, it's a little bit different, a little bit strange, a little bit funny, a little bit goofy. 
uh, well-intentioned, ir- extremely irritating to bait store owners because they can say, well, I can relate to that bait store owner. Um, you know, I'm putting up an anti, I, I don't know what state Scooter lives in, but he's not welcome in my bait shop. Also, sir, well, well, let's see in case I put you to sleep, you know. Uh, but, 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 uh, what happened? I got distracted again by the bait. See, this, and this is a, you know, example of why I shouldn't go into bait shops or fishing shops. And what happened, you know, maybe why the podcast works. I said, well, let's just get this rubber worm wriggling and... I guess it can't. Okay, I see. I see you. Which country are you? Iceland. What part of my brain are you in charge of? Because I think I do. I think there might be some wriggling going on with the rubber worms in there. Uh, another question: Is this related to the gobbledygook region of my brain, or is this a separate discovery? Oh, someone just whispered in my ear. All the scientists are imaginary, so maybe I should get back to the intro. Whoops. So that, that's what it is. You see, just listen to me ramble. I'll try try to do my best to take your mind off. So I'll try to try to have a nice, even pace. I'll try not to have anything unfold in in a way that would wake you back up and just drift off and, and kind of hold me loosely, like a handful. You know, just like a handful of rubber worms. You know, they feel good. Some are dangling, just like some of my thoughts. Some are. You know, corkscrewy or just screwy. You know, that one's got the screwy thing. And you see, well, there's just some different colors in there. It's not bad. There's even ones with sparkles. And you see, this doesn't, you know, this doesn't feel bad in my hand. It feels pretty good. It's got, you know, you can squeeze it. So, you know, that's it. I want to help you fall asleep. Uh, if this is your first few times here, give it a few tries. It usually takes about 100 tries to you to... For for the people I irritate, you know, one minute of the podcast for them. Listen, I hope it, I hope it can help you fall asleep. I've struggled to get good night's sleep, so, and I, I seem to be good at doing this for for the people it works for. So all I can say is I'm glad you're here. Thanks for stopping by, and I really hope I can help you fall asleep tonight. I really really do. Thanks. Uh, housekeeping, we're on the web, www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. Older episodes are on our website. You can comment on our website. You can email me, feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. You can get me on Twitter at Dearest Scooter or on Facebook at Sleep With Me Podcast. I want to thank Chris Posty Posterson, who edits our episodes and uh, does the music. He's got a podcast. You got to check it out. Sounds like an earful. Get on there and check it out, Chris Posty Posterson. Uh, it's a great podcast. I want to thank Scotty and Jennifer on our honor, on our artwork. We have a Facebook group at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash nods, N-O-D-S. And I want to thank our noderators over there, Rachel L to the G, Jennifer B, Julie C, Lie to Lie, Alexandra and Laura. And let's get on to the show. All right, hey, you've all night tossing, turning, mind racing, uh, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you uh, to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you got to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is take your mind off whatever business has been keeping you up at night. Whatever it is that's got you tossing and turning, I'm going to try to distract you from that. I'm going to try to create a safe place where you can set aside all that stuff, whether it's mind 
whether it's body, whether it's feelings. I'm going to send my voice here across the deep, dark night, and I'm going to try to escort you. I'm going to try to escort you across the threshold from wake to sleep. And the way I'm going to do it is uh, lulling, soothing tones, pointless meanders, nonsense words of two forms, accidental nonsense worms, nonsense worms, nonsense words like, uh, what did I say? Escort you, escort you. I don't think I said that, though. So I'll also use made-up nonsense words. Uh, also general nonsense, uh, babotas, we call it in Espanol, or I do. And I think I looked it up. It said nonsense. Uh, but I, all of it is to try to get your mind off whatever's been keeping you awake and, and help uh, kind of take your attention away from all that, whatever dialogue has been going on. Uh, whatever forms of storytelling or world build, you know, whatever you're lying there and you, you can't sleep and then you think you start thinking about it or maybe you're feeling something or you're hearing some noises and you're like, geez, I just can't get to sleep. And then you start having thoughts about it and then you try to go through some decision tree, right? And, uh, and then you say, well, she's, I can't get to, I just want to go to sleep. You know, I don't want to go through, I don't want to have to go through a decision tree. I don't even want to get out of bed and do what I'm supposed to do, walk around or do, read a book. I just want to fall asleep, please. Now, I can't guarantee this podcast will do that for you, but but that's the goal of the podcast is to kind of interrupt that uh, flow of thoughts and stuff that it could be a torrent. It could be a drip, drip, drip in the other room, a slow drip, drip, drip. And inevitably you say to yourself, I'm going to have to get out of bed and deal with that. But party is like, you know, I dealt with work all day and then my, you know, interpersonal commitments. And then, you know, I just tried, I had to brush my teeth even, and I just want to go to sleep. Now I don't want to deal with either a metaphorical dripping ideally, or an actual dripping at all. Because uh, dripping and bedtime definitely do not go together. You know, I'm not a sleep expert. I'm not a guru. Uh, but I know enough. You know, I, I get, you know, I got pro-am tips. And I can tell you, dripping in bed, you know, uh, what's that, what's that what's school of thought called? Uh, the one, it'll, I'll think of it ideally. But dripping, philosophizing existentialism, uh, you know, high-level mass, unless you're a genius, probably even then. None of that could, uh, you know, you wouldn't know this either because this is why it's a pro tip. Sea mammals, you keep them away from bedtime and away from board games. I've had the worst time. You know, I tried to launch this nonprofit back when I was, you know, more misguided. Teach, teach, let's teach some dolphins some chess, maybe some porpoises some chess. But uh, when, when, you know, you think of the worst, worst it could possibly go, you know, because they're, they're sea mammals. And I assume they're vegetarians. So it, it even went worse because they said, okay, they're vegetarians. And so I shouldn't have brought all my pet fish, of course, with me. Because I said, let's go hang with that. Let's teach them. I tried to teach them my fish, former former fish that I had, pets. And then I tried to just trust me. If you ever see, if you've ever had to listen to an uh, 
a uh, what do you call it? it was somebody in charge of a porpoise that is said for the you know porpoise protectors of the world after the porpoise has been chewing on a uh, chessboard for three or four hours and then they said did he swallow it i said i don't i thought they had baleen or something remember so there's another thing no sea mammals at bedtime i guess unless you're a sea mammal if you are i'm not trying to insult you i'm just saying I say, try teaching some of your brothers and sisters chess. It's a game most humans play. Maybe, maybe you're. Oh, a lot of people. Why? Let me let me talk to you, uh, mammal to mammal here. You know, there's a section. Let me tell you, and this will be the kind of things that carry you to sleep is uh, categorization. I guess it always goes back to nonsense. This isn't. But anyway, if if you're listening, porpoises, maybe, you know, I don't know if we're going to be able to see eye to eye, fin to fin. Uh, dolphins, maybe there's a chance. River dolphins, probably for sure, because I, I don't know why. I just like to say, well, I probably would like a river dolphin, not better than the rest of you. Uh, but there's a couple different ways humans view, view all you, and I don't want to break any delusions or anything. One... Uh, you know, you're a higher level being, spiritual, you're spiritual beings. Uh, there's a spiritual uh, a dolphin movement. And this isn't a passive-aggressive jab, porpoises, but I don't know anything involving you in the spiritual uh, movements. Uh, and, and then there's another level that says, well, you, these, these, these sea creatures are pretty smart. I would agree with that, obviously. You know, then there's a large swath of the population that doesn't really think about you, maybe unappreciates you, or only becomes aware of you in times, you know, of crisis or when you're performing. And then, I, again, I'd love to take a survey and see what your population thinks of the performances. I mean, if you've heard about me, is it, you know, as a human, I don't like zoos, so I guess I wouldn't like mammalian, you know, see zoos either and you might say well this guy's right well no, i can't say that i'm like an anti-zoo activist just zoos give me the willies i think probably in a past life uh, probably the irony is as a porpoise so no wonder a self-hating former porpoise yeah oh great thanks poor you got another one up on me porpoises and yeah, now you just said that and now i'm gonna say another hit to my self-esteem doesn't seem to stop ending. I just like the bills to get all the the chess pieces out of the few, you know. Anyway, um, so there's a there's a bevy of human thought about uh, dolphins, right? Dolphins. And I don't know what my point was, honestly. I think I said if I was trying to get you to sleep, and if you were listening. And most of it's good. I don't know if anybody else that dislikes porpoises. And more, you're probably unappreciated or just, you know, they say they talk about the ego a lot of times and they say, well, just, you know, and narcissism. And we're just caught up in our own stuff. So a lot of times we're not even thinking about, uh, and yeah, I guess that could be, maybe I need to make some amends. Uh, but where was it? Where was it? Um, let me, excuse me, uh, secret. Oh, sorry, you don't like sea mammals, Ma- mammals of the sea. Uh, mammals, me, me. okay, I got humans, I got to, okay, don't roll your eyes at me. And whatever you're doing with that blowhole, it looks like it's insulting. Okay, I'll be back.
Uh, sorry about that, humans. Like, I got, uh, when it, you know, you know, if you listen to this podcast, this kind of happens. I start thinking about one thing, and then I'm like, well, I'll talk about it for a while. See if I can make it into a metaphor about the podcast. And I guess that was an unintentional metaphor. They say, you know, sometimes every once in a while I use the old whatever. When he opens his mouth, all doubt is removed metaphor. And that's so intentional, you know. Uh, just like I wrote it out word for word there. And you can kind of see the, how the podcast works. Scooter talks, starts talking about one thing. Uh, gets distracted, forgot what he was talking about, but gets his curiosity peaked or finds an old gripe with uh, uh, creatures, you know, or humans or inanimate objects or haircuts or authority figures or methods of something or zippers, whatever it is. And he goes off on a tangent uh, then by some, and then he tries to wrap it back around, but the whole time I'm be using lulling, soothing tones. And those are, I guess, the pointless meanders there, or, you know, whatever it is, it's to take your mind off stuff. You don't have to stay awake for it. it Cause clearly if you're listening, you're like, okay, you, you know, maybe you would get lost in my thoughts too, but, but, but you, you know, luckily you get to go to sleep, right? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You know, I, this doesn't shut off, really. And I also have to manage, you know, getting myself fed and, and, and making a living with this uh, set of wonderful equipment as placed, blessed by the great porpoise in the sky. Probably my brain is more adapted. They say, well, geez, maybe I should see if they could do that kind of scan on it. And they say, well, there's your problem, Scooch. You got a, por- you got a porpoise's brain in there. And I say, okay, are you sure? Because I was going to go to the the the, the former life's pavilion, uh, and and see if I was was a porpoise. But you're saying it's an actual so so I wasn't a porpoise in another life. I'm a porpoise in this life, porpoise in a fool's body, I guess. And I say, okay, that'll be my fourth autobiography, porpoise in a fool's body. Uh, I think. Uh, but here's my guess is that during all that, uh, whatever, whatever just happened, uh, maybe you thought a little bit less about everything else and maybe some of you drifted off and that's what we're doing here. I'm going to go into the regular episode. Uh, if this is your first few times here, yeah, it's, this podcast is definitely, it's, yes, on the border, you say we don't have a rating system for uh, sea mammals or mammals of the sea or whatever they, you know, will lobby to be called by me from now on with their uh, teams of attorneys and adoring public for the dolphins. But of course, now I realize I'm a porpoise in a, in a, in a, a man boy's body with a, you know, with a thorax if you've been listening a while, but. But that's what I want to do is I want to kind of use a little bit of silliness, a little bit of, uh, I guess, a maladaption or is this, I don't know, use terms that maybe not, I don't know, throw them out there, see if I can make them work uh, and help you fall asleep. And the difference is, you know, a lot of stuff like audio books or, uh, but, you know, regular podcasts, you, you don't want to let the person out. You want to listen. They might hook your attention. You know, there won't be any hooking here. There'll be, you know, uh, crooking maybe not even crooking 
you know, whatever it is, it's, it was, he can't even think of it. Yeah. It's like that thing, you know, meander. That's the only word I don't have, uh, a thesaurus, okay, on me to look up meander, but ideally I'll remember that tomorrow. And from here to four, like, wow, Scooter has got that new word for meander. So that's it. I just want to take your mind off of stuff, uh, uh, slowly lull you to sleep. If, if you can't sleep, I'm going to be here, you know, making do with what I have, but, but the best I can with what I have to, to try to, uh, uh, distract you as well because I was one of those people I was listening to Dr. Demento while I was stuck uh, not being able to sleep uh, so if you can't sleep I won't forget about you either I'll be here either way but but go ahead and fall asleep if you can but you no know, shoulds just you could you could fall asleep you could stay awake I'll be here for about 40 more minutes or so so I'm glad you're here thanks for giving if this is your first couple tries you know it takes a little while if you're skeptical uh, you know, it was a smart move, but I, you know, I, I can't really, I, I'm not going to try to d- demean your, uh, skepticism. I, 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 I full, wholeheartedly support it, you know, so just probe the podcast a few times and see what you think, but I'm glad you're here and, and I really hope this podcast helps you out. Uh, and I hope I can help you fall asleep. So thanks for stopping by. All right. Housekeeping. We're on the web, www.sleepingwithpodcast.com. You can find older episodes there. Uh, you can comment on the website. You can email me feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. You can get me on Twitter at Dear Scooter. Uh, on Facebook, uh, I want to thank uh, Chris Posty Posterson from Sounds Like an Earful who edited this episode and did the music. He's a uh, he's got a podcast, Sounds Like an Earful. Make sure to check it out. I want to thank uh, I want to thank the Mystery Bard, who I, I'm recording this early, so I don't know if the Mystery Bard's been revealed, but uh, if he has, then I'm thanking him. I'm, I'm, you know his name, and so I'll thank him by Mystery Bard or his proper name. I want to thank uh, I want to thank Scotty and Jennifer on our artwork, on our honor. I want to thank our moderators over at our Facebook group at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash nods, N-O-D-S, and that's Julie C., Rachel Bell to the G, Jennifer B, Lie to Lie, Alexandra, and Laura. And let's get on to the show. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep? Welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do with the bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been running through your brain, whatever's been keeping you up at night, tossing and turning. Whether it's your body or your mind or your feelings, I'm going to try to distract you from whatever it is. It could be, you know, outside noises, it could, whatever it is, I'm going to try to take your mind off of it. The way I'm going to do it is... That's the safe place, a little safe place of distraction, right? Just sit here. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to try to use lulling, soothing tones, even as balanced as it can be, just to try to sit here and tell you a bedtime story. And I know it can't really be there. Uh, So that's why I also say I send my intention across the deep, dark night. I guess my intention... To just, to, to just give you a little silly little distraction. 
the theory behind the podcast is that you can't, it's, it's hard to think about two things at once. It's probably even harder to think about four or five things at once. And in my experience, it, it, it just works a little bit better to have some, some distraction outside of yourself so, so that you're not thinking about, you know, all the rigmarole around getting, getting to sleep. So I'm going to, you know, talk here. I'm going to, you know, use roundabout metaphors and, I guess I don't think they're actually delaying tactics, but in a normal situation, you say, is this person delaying? Is this a delaying tactic? Like they're waiting for the actual other person, like they're waiting for the speaker to arrive. Uh, But they're, you know, they're not a perfect, like a lot of times, you know, they'll they'll have a comedian warm up a crowd because they're comfortable. They, They can fill time. But every, every once in a while, you'll be at some sort of seminar presentation and that poor person, it, it'll be like, well, this is the head of the arts department, and he's going to introduce our speaker, uh, B- Brett, come on out. And then Brett, you know, Brett will get to the podium in the middle of the stage, you know, like a sea of, of nothingness around him, looking at the crowd. And you can tell he's a little bit nervous, but Brett's excited about the author that's there to speak to the, the university or, you know, whatever, insert, you know, adjective or adverb or whatever, noun. And we've all seen this happen. And then Brett says, oh, you know, I'm so excited here this is to get this wonderful author. She's on a book tour, and most of her stops have been much bigger than this one, so we're so honored to have her here. And, you know, I, I read this, I've read this book 17 times and, and each time has been a deeper delight for me. I've discovered new things. And, and, and Brett's a little, he said, what? He's looking off stage and he goes back to his notes. It, and we're just so full of honor. Uh, and there's so much to learn, not from, not just from this novel, but from the stories she, she, she's able to share from her personal journey. Okay, what? I'm sorry. They closed down Route 12. Oh, boy. So she, she's not here yet. Okay. On the, they're on their way. So they're on their And then Brett usually will turn back. So they're on, you know, awkward laugh. So they're on their way here. She She's not here. Uh, so, uh, so, so, so. So, so I guess I so I got the student newspaper here. It looks like our art calendar. You know, how about those art? How about that art calendar? Uh, Tiffany M does the art calendar. Great job, Tiffany. Are you with? No. Okay. Well, looks like we have uh, chamber music. Well, today at two p.m. Uh, chamber music and the staff. Oh, that's in the staff. That's for staff only. At the uh, catered staff lunches. Whoops. How's it, why, how'd that make it into the... Oh, protest over the chamber. Okay, what else do we have coming up? A comedy in the uh, in the comedy basement tonight. And it looks pretty good. Those are some good comedians there. That's great. You know, students laugh. Laugh. In all the world's a stage, they say... So those are some, what else do we have here? Open mic night Wednesday. Anybody going to do an open mic night? You know, I've always wanted to do, and then all of a sudden Brett gets comfortable. Uh, and he goes from being nervous. I don't know, I didn't do a really good nervous spread, but he's still still filling time. 
That's one of my big regrets in my student days, and then the students sigh, uh, that I never took up his his opportunities like that. And I I never forgave myself, also for not completing my novel. And then Brett realizes he's crossed over some strange line of revelation. But then Brett's, another part of Brett, because Brett's high intelligence realizes no one's even paying attention. And he doesn't, for a split second, he doesn't know what hurts more. And then he realizes three levels of hurt, the uh, revelation and embarrassment he may feel, the fact that most people are looking at their phones or their nails, or his unrequited dream. And it just as that thought crosses his brain, someone yells out, the staff is welcome. It's open mic night. And for then, everything from that point on, everything changed for Brett. He became a troubadour, a penniless troubadour. You know, was a much shortened lifespan. But we won't get his anyway. That's a delaying tactic. That was like a little bit of a delaying tactic about delaying tactics within a delaying tactic. But for me, it wasn't really delaying. It was distracting. That's a little microcosmic part of the podcast there. I said, geez, did that take your mind off of the other stuff? That's, that's kind of how this podcast works. I'll just take a, take a turn down old open mic Brett Road. Uh, and, you know, I don't know. I guess I got made and and then it kind of won't, you'll say, well, geez, it's, it's not exactly riveting. I was hoping, you know, he would make some, because, you know, another story. But this is the middle of an intro anyway, so that even, and then that kind of just dissipated me explaining. I said, well, okay. So that's kind of how the podcast works. I try to take your mind off of stuff, you know, with, with a slow misdirection into things like, uh, you see, which is I thought delaying tactics were boring. And uncomfortable. And I say, well, yeah, I just take the uncomfortableness out of it because it's imaginary. And it's, 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 it's like, well, and she's like, I could picture Brett up there on the empty stage. And, I, you know, I've been in that situation before where the person has to look and their hand, you know, their mouth's going towards it. Wait, okay, what? What did happen? And, and then you might be asking yourself, what, uh, uh, what happened on Route 13 or whatever? Uh, and it was a it was an impromptu the flat tire with the cha- that chamber music that they were trucking in for the staff lounge. They got a flat tire and they had an impromptu concert. And the students came, and they relocated the protests. And actually, then the caterers for the staff lounge were blocked by the protests. They said, "Hey, let's just have a party here." And then it turns out the author of the book. Uh, she's also a wonderful cha- I don't know if you can sing to chamber music, but she has found a way. And I, I mean, for a lot of these children, their lives will be forever changed because it was like this uh, rare winter break in the weather. And this just and everyone on Route 13, except for the one grouchy guy, like just stopped and, and partook in this uh, impromptu two or three and the, and the author never made it and then i guess it would take any more emotion out of it oh i guess we did say brett did go to the open night mike night so that's the podcast no cliffhangers not guaranteed no guarantees either because uh you know i don't want you feeling pressure this podcast is just to take your mind off stuff you could fall asleep to it you don't you don't need to listen to me but you can let me distract you a little bit, but you don't have to hold on to what I'm saying. 
You don't have to focus on it. It's not going to bother me one bit. As a matter of fact, it brings me joy to know you'll slip away in mid-sentence. And the next day, if you listen with a, a partner or a friend, you'll say, what was it? I, I had this dream about this wonderful... I think I'm going to write cha- start writing chamber music, sweetie. Okay, dear. Are you sure that wasn't some strange thing Scooter mentioned? I don't know, but let's just take a walk with the dog and enjoy the uh, this late winter sun. Okay, we're so rested that it, we, we, what suddenly walking, we don't approach walking with the dread of the tired. So I don't know, that that's kind of the goal of the podcast in a, in a fantasy way. It's for, for me to put in the work, you to fall asleep, and then we all benefit. That's it. Uh, podcast a little bit different, a little bit strange. Uh, so if you're new here, give it a few tries. It doesn't work for everybody. It doesn't even have to work for you. Just listen and, and see how it goes. That's all I ask. I hope it works. Uh, I hope I can help you fall asleep. Uh, but that's what I do. I just try to take your mind off stuff, lulling, soothing tones. I take my time getting there. And that's it. I'm glad you're here. And I really hope, I really yearn and, and I strive to do my best to help you fall asleep. So thanks for stopping by. All right, housekeeping. We're on the web, www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. Older episodes are on the website. You can comment on the website. You can email me, dear scooter at sleepwithmepodcast. Oh, no, feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. You can give me a Twitter at dear scooter or on Facebook. Uh, those are all great ways to check in and chat. Uh, I want to thank Chris Posty Posterson that edits the shows and does some of our music. He's got a podcast. Make sure to check out his podcast. Uh, sounds like an earful. I want to thank Scotty and Jennifer on our artwork, on our honor. Uh, Scotty's been doing a little extra help for me, so thank you so much. Uh, we've got a Facebook group over at sleepinbepodcast.com slash nods, N-O-D-S. That's kind of like an unofficial place. Uh, for listeners to check in with each other and talk about sleep stuff and, and friendship stuff and all that stuff. And you just go to sleepwithmepodcast.com slash nods. I want to thank our moderators, Alexandra, Laura, Lyle Lie, Rachel L to the G, Jennifer B, and Julie C. I want to thank all our patrons at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash patron. And, uh, yeah, let's get on to the show. I uh, hear you only tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep. Well, welcome... This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. If we do with a bedtime story, all you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's got you up at night. Overthinking, over-worrying, you know, any of the overs, any of the unders, like if you're feeling under the weather... You know, under any of the unders. So basically, any thoughts, uh, physical feelings, sensations, emotions, anything, noises, uh, snort, whatever, whatever. It could be, it could be beyond the range of my imagination. You know, because mostly I'd be like, well, probably like pain, someone with a pan flu. You know, if I was imagining, well, what keeps scooter? What keeps your listeners up at night? Uh, those things with the pan flu. What kind of creature is that? Okay, can I quote you on that? So you say, what percentage of your listeners are kept away by mythical pan flute? Boom. 
12% probably. Okay, what else, Mr. Scooter? Oh, wow, Mr. Scooter, thank you. Well, I'm just uh, so so thrilled to be interviewed with Forest Friends Weekly. Oh, that's not the paper you're with. Okay, well, anyway, what's the question? Oh, but did you know, can you you fact-check when those creatures are called? I think, yeah. I would call them goat boys, but the, the ones with the pan flute. But I know that's not the official title. Okay, what else keeps my listeners up at night? Um, hmm. I don't know. Trumpeteers, maybe. Uh, space sounds. I'd say eight percent space sounds. Okay, but I, I mean, you know, excuse me. Uh, what, what paper was you? Okay, okay. Oh boy. Toward. Tortoise Monthly. Were, were you once a weekly paper? Oh, that's Turtle Weekly. He, he thought it was with Turtle Weekly, but this will be great anyway. Uh, but I'm in the middle of a, a podcast intro, so excuse me. Sorry about that, folks. I got distracted by imaginous, imaginary stuff uh, that happens in the intro. Uh, I don't know why I'm, I have a, you know the old wry smile on. Uh, but whatever is it that's keeping you up, I'm going to try to distract you, stuff like that. That's called, I don't know what that move's called, the, uh, the, the fugue slip, I think. Also a dance I tried to invent, but I slipped, you know, slipped into a fugue. You can't dance if you're fugue. So I'm working on that. Uh, but what I'm going to do is send my voice across the deep, dark night here uh, to try to escort you across the threshold from wake to sleep or the threshold. Uh, if you prefer T, you know, your TH to be pronounced, pronounced or pronounced. Yeah, I don't know how, so lately I've been having trouble making it through these intros without cracking up. Maybe some joy is stirring in my heart, I don't know. It probably now that I've said that, that, you know, the red alert just went off and my red alert, he may be feeling joy, crush it immediately. Uh, activate the hope destruction protocol. Uh, anyway, but uh, can we activate it after this intro? Because I don't know if, uh, uh, don't worry, I won't have any more joy during the intro. Sorry, getting in my brain bots uh, in line here. So if you're new here, this this intro, usually I, I don't go off the rails till about minute four, which we just entered, as opposed to minute two, where I kind of went off the rails there. But this is a podcast to put you to sleep. Uh, is to take your mind off uh, or distract you from whatever it is that might be uh, having your attention that's preventing you from sleeping. And we do it with kind of silly stuff, uh, fugue slips. Uh, you say, well, Jesus, did you get that in women's wear? And I say, I don't think there is. I don't think that's a term that's used anymore, sir. Oh, wow. You call me, sir. I'm just another part of your brain. What are you? Are you the demeaning brain? Uh, another method I'll use that I wish I was a method, it's in quotes, it's just uh, something that happens, I- internal dialogue, uh, that unfortunately, expo- internal dialogue exposure. I guess maybe I'm coming up with some new vocab words for the podcast, but uh, internal, uh, what do we call it, I, uh, internal dialogue exposure. Uh, try to use lulling, soothing tones, uh, pointless meanders. Uh, you know, j- just uh, the way it works, I, I figure, is you, you probably can think about one thing at once primarily, and then maybe two or three or four other things. 
but I want to, I guess I want to just offer you an alternative droning that's outside of your mind. That's not related to how your day went or something from your past or what's awaiting you tomorrow in the future. Uh, my voice is, you know, presently coming through the speakers, your earbuds or whatever. And it's kind of detached. It's independent from, from everything that's going on with you. And it's not not anchored to your self-worth, your self-esteem or your energy level. And it's also not tied to you. You you can listen to me for as long as you want and just kind of let me dr- slowly drift and drain into the background. You know, you don't have to take me seriously, uh, clearly, because, like I said, two minutes in, that thing might even have been one. That might have been a record for how quickly I, I was distracted at the beginning of a podcast. And now, to be honest with you, I'd have to stop recording and sit here for a minute to even know what ha- what I was distracted by. Was that when I had a fugue slip, or was I talking about when I was uh, when I was pretending? Okay, clearly, it wasn't in women's wear section. First of all, it was in a used clothing store, and it was in the aisle with the aprons, not any other type of clothes that are made from silk or sateen or anything like that. And yes, I did say it, it was a fugue slip, but it was an apron. And I guess, as you know, management didn't get it, so I won't be going there ever again. And their chain of stores across the country. So, you know, less, it, was, it was a used place anyway, so, you know, that I like to go to. But, you know, lesson learned. Uh, some people uh, take objection to a man dancing around in a fugue slip. With a hat, other you know, it's just with my sh- there were sh- I had shorts on, uh, and I said, "Well, this counts as a shirt. It's a fugue slip." And they said, "Well, where's the shirt you came in with, sir?" And I said, "It's you know, it slipped. I don't know when I you know when I." They said, "Haven't you seen?" Uh, I said, "It's kind of like it, but if you crossed Inception uh, with the one with Matthew McConaughey in space, McConaughey, you're right, man." Mr. Store, oh, you're secure. Okay, yeah, like somewhere in there. That's my shirt's there. I don't know what to tell you. Like the part with Jessica Chastain as an adult. Yeah, probably right there. Well, what's he? Now they're trying to discuss what am I talking? Well, you know, actually, excuse me, folks. I'm in the middle of a podcast intro. So yeah, just you know, I, your attorney's definitely got my name and my address. So just yeah, thank you. Uh, sorry about that. I slipped into a potential, you know, law, lawsuit. I don't know if that's a flashback or a flash forward. Unfortunately, you know, because then it, it would be useful. Because if it was a flash forward, I could say, okay, don't do that. Stay away from the stores. You know, it says it. You know, it rhymes with something. Hey, I want to wish you, uh, you know, will of good. You know. If you see that store, don't go in there and pretend you're in a fugue slip. And then if it was a flashback, at least I could prepare for, you know, my statements uh, when they call me. Because uh, they say, well, we can't, uh, uh, can't settle out of court for nothing, you know. Uh, so anyway, I slipped out of, uh, but that's the thing. The podcast is a strike. It's a little bit silly, a little bit uh, unpredictable. 
you know, because, you know, I, I don't like uh, this, those synapses just fired and then I had to dodge their electrical energy. And then I ended up uh, in either a flash forward or flashback. But whatever it is, the whole purpose of it is just to take your mind off whatever's going on with you. And now I'm not 100 percent positive. I'm pretty confident during all that mishmash and nonsense, you 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 probably weren't thinking about all the other stuff, you know. And maybe you started to drift away, or maybe you're drifting away, and that's good. Because uh, that's why you're here, you know. You don't have to fall asleep, and you don't, there's no, you know, should you fall asleep? Uh, there's no pressure to listen to me or remember anything I'm going to talk about. Now, believe me, I'll be doing my best, as you saw, and my best, which, you know, it deviates from the standard means of humanity, probably, but. Uh, I'll be doing my best to kind of entertain you here for the next 45 or 50 minutes. So if you can't fall asleep, at least you got a little guy goofing around, uh, a little doing a little bit of the old silly stuff, the silly old silly silly two-step. And that doesn't, that's not a good name for a dance. I'll have to think of another one. Uh, though I could do that in a store with a little stepladder. Be like, look at this silly, silly two-step, and that would be literal. If you, if we could draw, maybe I'll start drawing uh, smiley faces on step ladders, and that'll, you know, that'll be another story. I can't and say, well, that's a flash forward, so I just avoid it. Uh, tomorrow morning, I'll tell myself, don't touch any step ladders in stores. So there we go. We're already learning a te- teachable moment for anyone else that would go and do anything like that. Like, don't talk to step ladders. And don't draw on them unless you're they're your property and they say your house. And then, of course, you could say, I'm on this hill. You know, there's just no one. It's just hopefully none of you are driven. You say, yeah, I don't have a, a desire to perform in public or on the stage or the, you know, the grand theaters or, you know, behind the uh, whatever they call that, the uh, projection machine, you know thingamajig or cameras or whatever. You know, I just like, I have a desire to perform in stores. And yeah, you could call it acting out, because I say, was it, are you crying for attention? Well, no, I'm acting out for attention in stores. And I, I don't know, it's some sort of drive I have. You know, I guess, I don't know, maybe price, I'd blame Sesame Street because of the shopkeep, uh, whose name slips out of my mind that I said, well, I just always felt like I let that person down, and now I really have, because I, I, I can't even think of their name, like who, who owned the store. Uh, but I said, you know, so I guess I spent my whole life trying to earn that person's uh, love and attention by acting like a buffoon. And so I guess this is my apology to shopkeeps, store employees, store security guards, Stores, I guess not attorneys, because you guys are definitely getting your money's worth. Uh, so, you know, store people involved in commerce. So let me just apologize, okay? I guess that's it. And I'd say if you could, do, you know, send some of those, well, don't sue Sesame Street. You just sue me. That's fine. You know, what can I say? I'm just acting out to uh, Hooper. That was it, Mr. Hooper. Who was as interesting? Because as soon as I said that, I thought of Quince Quince voice saying Hooper Hooper. Um, 
So now I just blew that apology. But uh, I spent my whole life trying to, you know, impress uh, Mr. Hooper. And now I can't. And now I've already lost us and Matt Hooper. But that's uh, Richard Dreyfuss' character. A hope. And maybe that's what I said. Well, geez, what are you going to do with the rest of your life, Scoots? Well, I said, Matt, I guess I'll try to, you know, harass Ocean. You know, I'll try to act out for Oceanographics. Uh, Oceanographics. Oceanogra- Try to figure out how to pronounce oceanography. <laughs> uh, that word about people that study the ocean and marine mammals and the like. I'll act out because, you know, then I let Matt Hooper down. Yeah, first first, first half of my life. Well, for, first first third of my life, I let my parents sit down. And then I th- moved on to authority figures. some point... I started acting out to it, and they said, "Was this a therapy session?" They said, "No, my therapist won't talk about this stuff with me." He says, "He said no, but you know, I think maybe no. I guess I was afraid to tell him about Mister Hooper and Matt Hooper." Uh, so anyway, that's the podcast. Sorry, I usually, I don't know. I guess I've got Twilight brain. I'm not even kidding. I'm not talking about the books Twilight. I'm kind of talking about the, the state that I try to uh, coalesce with the podcast a little bit where stuff's uh, a little drifty. Uh, unfortunately for me, you know, that, that could be the status quo, but whatever. Uh, point is, in between causing trouble, uh, future trouble I'm going to cause in the ocean or, you know, uh, ports, and the trouble I've caused for merchants across the globe. You know, I'm here to, to, to try to help you fall asleep. I'll do a little song and dance. My, you know, a little dance. Uh, the song will be my pointless meanders. My uh, creaky, sad, dulcet tones. And I'll just be doing my best here to distract you to help you fall asleep. I'm glad you're here. If this is your first time here, give it a few tries. I hope it works for you. Um, but, uh, you know, what what I want to do is help you fall asleep. So, uh, let's see. I just got distracted again. So so that's it. I guess, yeah, I'm glad you're here and I hope you help you fall asleep. Thanks for stopping by. All right. Housekeeping. We're on the web, www.sleepingmepodcast.com. Older episodes are there. You can comment on the website. You can email me feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. You can get me on Twitter at Scooter. Uh, on Facebook at sleepwithmepodcast.com. I want to thank Chris Posty Posterson from Sounds Like an Earful who does our music and edits the shows. I want to thank Scotty and Jennifer on our artwork, on our honor. I want to thank, we have a Facebook group over at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash nods, N-O-D-S. I want to thank uh, Julie C., Rachel L. to the G., Jennifer B., Lida Y., Alexandra and Laura, who moderate over there. Uh, I want to thank all our patrons who support the show. Sleepmovepodcast.com slash patron. And let's get on to the show.